Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes Smith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it as we roll on with a Graybar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauly as we get into our number two of the program. Uh, this hour, we are going to be uh, talking with uh, Steve Weish, uh, NFL chief national reporter for uh, NFL Network. We'll talk with him about the uh, Super Bowl. And also, we are going to uh, be joined later on in the hour by uh, Dale Schilly as we'll discuss uh, all things City SC with him, specifically the contract extension that we learned uh, earlier today that... Uh, that uh, head coach Bradley Carnell got. So uh, certainly a, uh, a well-deserved contract extension for coach Carnell. It's kind of funny though. And just, we never knew what the first contract actually looked like for Carnell. We had no clue how many years were left on the contract. And now they signed him to the extension and we actually don't know how many more years were added to the extension? No terms have uh, have been released. I mentioned this with uh, Bob Ramsey. I've mentioned this a little bit. I've been I've been obsessed recently with the Major League Baseball free agent tracker because there are so many names that are still there. And by the way, Rammer hit it straight on. He was a hundred percent correct when when we asked the question, "Why are there so many good baseball players?" who have yet to sign deals, the answer is in the money. It's always about the money, right? The answer is in the money that you're going to get X amount of production from free agent A, and it's going to cost you this amount of money. Or you've got this club-controlled player who maybe won't give you quite as much production as that free agent, but they're going to cost gobs and gobs and gobs and gobs of money less than the other. So that's that, that plays into it. But at the same time, like these guys are going to have jobs. Cody Bellinger is going to have a job. Matt Chapman's going to have a job. The reigning Cy Young award winner, Blake Snell is going to have a job. Jordan Montgomery is going to have a job. It's kind of funny when you think about Jordan Montgomery, because I said it, I said it over and over and over again. I can't tell you how many times I said it. He's pitching well in the playoffs. He's helping lead the Rangers uh, to a world series. And what did I keep saying over and over and over? Oh man. He's making himself a lot of money. Oh, he, he might be a $30 million a year kind of guy, big contract, lots of money, lots of years. That's what he's doing with this performance of the postseason. Well, in a perfect world, that's what he should have been doing. 
when when you perform that way, it should earn you some money. But here we are; he's still out there, and not that there's not offers of to all of these players. Like all these players, if they wanted to sign with a team tomorrow, they could do so. They could call up their agent right now and say, "What was the best?" last best offer that we got. Oh, this team offered this amount of years and this amount of money. Agree to it right now. Tell them that we're good. So any of these players could do that, but they're free agents because they're either holding out for more years or they're holding out for more money, or maybe it's more years and more money. The problem becomes when we're two weeks out from pitchers and catchers reporting. You got to get this figured out, especially from a pitching standpoint. This is true for position players to a certain extent, but it is very true for pitchers. The last thing you want as a pitcher is to show up late to spring training. The day pitchers and catchers report, you want to be there. You probably want to be there a few days before that. Nobody shows up anymore on, on the report date. Everybody shows up early. So the, the last thing, that you you want as a pitcher is to come into camp late because it just puts you behind. And sometimes you never catch up. You just don't. Kevin Wheeler and I were having a conversation about this uh, earlier today, and we both brought up uh, Greg Holland, a guy who turned down the qualifying offer, then did, never got a deal, finally signed with the Cardinals right at the start of the season and was rushed to the big leagues and had a horrendous season. They didn't allow him to go through what would kind of look like a normal spring training. Here's the thing though. Now they probably rushed him, but you really, you can't, you really can't go through a normal spring training when you're late to spring training or when spring training is ended. Yeah. There's extended spring training and things like that going on, but it's, it's different. It's just different. So if you're a pitcher, you want to have your deal signed before then. And they're, even when, um, even beyond like these players that are out there on the top 50 free agent list, I always look at the CBS sports one, even beyond the guys who are on this list there, there's a lot of really good relief pitchers that are available and would make the Cardinals better. I think the Cardinals are going to end up signing one of them, but just I'm an impatient person. I'd rather be now than later because we we're seeing a little bit more movement right now. Not a ton, but we're seeing a little bit more movement when it comes to uh, players signing deals. And every single time a relief pitcher happens to sign a deal, that's one less relief pitcher that is available for the Cardinals to sign. But you, you look up and down this list. There are tons and tons of guys who would make the Cardinals better. Part of the question is, do the Cardinals have the opportunities for some of these players? I think that's when, when we get into the conversation um, of like a JD Martinez, do the Cardinals have the at bats available for a JD Martinez? We don't even, we had the same conversation when they brought in Matt Carpenter. Do, does the team have enough at bats for Carpenter where Carpenter's not going to be blocking somebody else or Carpenter's not going to be taking away at bats from a young player, things like that. And it's a, it is a legitimate question to ask, to be sure. I, I would love to see the team bring in a JD Martinez. 
and essentially make him your de facto DH. And I know that that lessens the opportunity for you to get guys off of their feet and have a day off. Yeah. In, in a perfect world, you're going to give Goldschmidt a day from first and let him DH in a perfect world. You're going to give Arenado a day from third and let him DH. You can say that just about everybody, Nolan Gorman, you, you would think that he's going to get a fair amount of time uh, as the DH, especially if for no other reason to try to help keep that back in as good a position as, as possible after he had back issues last year. So I get you bring in somebody like a, like a JD Martinez, that's going to take away some at bats, but it also makes your team better. So I, I don't know. I don't expect the team to sign JD Martinez. I don't expect the team to sign uh, Jordan Montgomery. Now, if it gets to a point where if you're a Montgomery and you say, you know what, the deals that are out there, they're just, they're not what I'm looking for. Let's go with a, let's go with a one-year deal, maybe a high value for one year. And we'll try this whole thing again next year when the TV situation is more figured out and maybe owners are going to be more willing to spend money. If if they come back to that, does that allow the Cardinals to walk back into that equation? I don't know. Do I think they could they afford that for for one year, whatever that ends up being? Probably they probably could. Are they going to do it again? Not something that uh, I overly expect to have happen. But it is it is remarkable when you look at all the players that are still sitting out there in free agents. And how many of them would make just about any team in baseball better. All right, we'll take a break. And uh, when we return, we are set to be uh, joined by uh, Steve Weiss. We'll talk uh, all things uh, Chiefs with him. He's up next as we roll on with the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 
Back at it on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Have you for the next 40 minutes or so. And uh, looks like we are good to go. Able to go to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line right now. Very happy to uh, welcome on to uh, the program. Uh, does He's all over the place. You can uh, see him and see him as the NFL uh, Chief National Reporter for NFL Network. Also uh, co-hosting the uh, NFL Report and Game Day Preview and Super Bowl Preview. He is uh, Steve Weiss. Steve, appreciate you taking some time with us today. How are you? And always good to come back to Camel X, the station I listened to growing up there in St. Louis. Yeah, so how long were you in? I knew you grew up there, but a lot of people, uh, I guess Minneapolis also uh, claims you as their own. How long were you in St. Louis growing up? Well, I was born in Minneapolis. That's where I spent the first nine years of my life. But from that point on, from third grade all the way through high school, I was in St. Louis, a Parkway South alumni, so... Very good, very good. Uh, you've got a you've got a pretty good gig right now because uh, you're, you're following along with everything going on with the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, there is not a uh, a more compelling, intriguing, fun team right now than what we're seeing in Kansas City. Well, some people would argue that the Niners are as compelling, fun, and deserving as well. But I mean, what Kansas City has done since Week 17 has been amazing because all season long we talked about. Wow, these aren't the Chiefs that we're used to seeing. They're not they're not scoring thirty points a game. They're not an electric football team. I mean, they are they are in the Super Bowl because of their defense. And, and you know, this whole identity shift has you know, just so so radical. But what Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and kind of the second wind that they have found in the playoffs, that's been kind of the remarkable story because Andy Reid has decided to run the football with Isaiah Pacheco, and and that set up kind of this run-action passing game, and they just look like such a dangerous football team. I mean, Mahomes is like Mahomes. Kelsey looks like Kelsey. And so much of what we're seeing now, we were wondering where that was in the regular season. One of the hardest things to do in sports is to flip that proverbial switch. It feels like they've been able to do it what has really is it a little bit of a difference in scheme is it just various players stepping forward why is it that they look so different now than they did previously yeah you know i've i've talked to a couple people about this and part and it's two pronged one is you know Kadarius Tony being hurt or whatever's going on and them having to reduce their receiver rotation that has settled their offense down they were running six and seven receivers through trying to figure things out, and just by injury or default, them reducing that rotation has let them kind of settle settle in. Okay, so that's part of it. The other part is they're running the ball. I mean, think back when they played the Bills. They only ran 47 offensive plays, and they ran it 24 times. When have you ever hmm. seen Andy Reid run the ball more than he's thrown it? And so – the fact that they're running it, the offensive linemen are going forward and they're starting to really gain some physical traction, they're not jumping off sides. They're not doing these illegal motions and illegal procedures that we saw over and over during the regular season. So those two elements have allowed them to get a lot more fundamental to probably reduce some of the stress, especially on the road with crowd noise, and play football You know the way that this team is constructed. 
the other side of it is their defense, which nobody talks yeah. about a defense when you've got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, but they, they've been pretty consistent from, from week one this year, and it feels like they're lifting their level that much more here in the postseason. Well, they've been great. They, they've been great. It's, you know, their secondary, Legereus Sneed has been one of the best players in the NFL all season, and people are just starting to now recognize him. But what he's done out there on that island at corner, it's 10 on 10 the rest of the way. He, he is shutting down people. Now, against the Niners, it's a, it's a tough matchup because, you know, you can't put him on Debo Samuel because they move him all over the place and they move Brandon Ayuk all over the place. But he'll handle his. But the rest of that secondary, I mean, Justin Reed, Joshua Williams, uh, just they're, they're lockdown players. And that – you know, and the way Steve Spagnuolo is calling things now, sometimes he's he's blitzing guys. You know, Nick Bolton. Sometimes he's, um, you know, as we know, Stone Cold Jones, Chris Jones has been amazing, and George Carlaftis has really come on, especially when they play him and Jones next to each other. Now they will miss Charles Charles Amenahu. You know, the defensive end who came over from San Francisco who was really playing well. He tore his ACL on a, on a big play against Lamar Jackson last week. That's a big loss. But they do have so much depth. You know, to see someone like Drew Tranquil and make the plays he makes over and over. Um, and the way Spagnuolo is calling it, this is a dangerous, dangerous football team. They get that. This question probably hits a little different in St. Louis because we saw Steve Spagnolo as a coach here, but have you been yeah. at all surprised in a league that recycles so many people, he really hasn't gotten much look in terms of, of being a head coach, even with everything he's done in Kansas city. Very surprised, very surprised because look, the trend is, is the, is the younger coaches, even if it's, you know, not an offensive coach, you're seeing Mike McDonald um, in getting a job in Seattle. He's, I think, 36, 37 years old. And you know, you're, you're just not seeing people um, really get much of a sniff. And it's a shame because, you know, I know when he was in St. Louis, I was there often. You know, he alienated a ton of people in the building. You know, he alienated players. He alienated people who'd been there already. That's changed. You know, he realizes that. He, he's very self-aware now. Um Again, he's not running his own building, but I would think that he would get some interviews and people would talk to him um, to maybe give them a shot, especially a team that maybe just needs some leadership, that needs some arms around, that needs culture more than it needs a schemer. How much better does Andy Reid make his assistant coaches? A lot. A lot. Because Andy, that thing that no matter where he's been, Green Bay, Philadelphia, Kansas City. He has. He lives by the credo, I will treat you as men until you give me reason not to. And so he develops his coaches. He teaches them. Look, I mean, look at how he's evolved this year. You know, we, we just talked about how they're a running football team. It took him a while to figure some things out, but he's evolved. He, he finds different ways to go with all of these different trends to make his offense tough to stop. His, his players love him. His coaches respect him. So when you talk about developing assistant coaches, they see how, how he runs a ship. It's a tight ship. It is a physical ship. But at the same time, it is one 
that is mature. I'm going to trust you unless you give me a reason not to. And that really goes a long way. What's your expectation for this Super Bowl? On paper, it certainly looks like it should be a pretty good game. Oh, it should be a great game. I mean, there, there's, you know, there's so many different things you have to look at. You know, as, as, as great as Brock Purdy, the poise he's shown in these playoff games and in the big moments in the regular season, he hasn't been in a situation like this, right? Patrick Mahomes has. But they do share the qualities that they're both killers, right? When I say that, they have that thing where give me the ball last and I'll show you something, right? They've got that Joe Burrow. You know, that's the same thing that Kobe or Michael Jordan had or LeBron has in basketball. Um, this is one there that I'm just like, this Chiefs defense is just, man. I mean, to me, that, that'll be the difference in this game because San Francisco is really good. They're incredibly physical. And, and they're going to they're going to give Kansas City some things they haven't seen before, like a type of team they haven't played against all season. But that 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 Chiefs defense, man, it is it is something special. And when you're playing a quarterback who's only in his second year and hasn't done it, even though it's as great as he's been all season, I think that's kind of a swing vote. He's the great Steve Weiss. He's the national uh, reporter, chief national reporter for NFL Network. Also, you see him uh, all over the place uh, with uh, the NFL Report. You see that on uh, the NFL channel that's available on the NFL app, various streaming platforms, uh, NFL.com slash NFL channel. Steve, thanks so much for uh, taking us uh, some time. Enjoy everything leading up to uh, the Super Bowl, and uh, appreciate you spending some time with us here on KMOX. Sure. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Very good. That's uh, Steve Weiss joining us here on the program. We will take a break, and when we return, we'll talk um, uh, some City SC soccer as they made the announcement today that Bradley Carnell, he signed a contract extension. We don't know how much time was left on the first contract. We don't know how much time is on the second contract, but he's not going anywhere. And we'll talk about that with uh, Dale Shilley, part of the City SC uh, broadcast team. We'll do that in just a moment. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it, it's a Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Happy for another uh, 25 minutes or so So here on the program. Uh, probably the biggest uh, story that we've had today has been City SC making the announcement that Bradley Carnell is going to uh, be around for a while longer. Again, I've kind of made the joke. We didn't know how much time was left on his last contract. We don't know how much time is on his new contract, but he has signed a contract extension. So uh, to talk about that, we
we welcome in via the Quiver River Electric Guest Line, uh, Dale Shilley, who, of course, you hear as part of the City SC uh, broadcast over on our sister station, Y98. Dale, appreciate you uh, taking some time with us today. How are you? I am great. Big news today. Yeah, so what what do you make of that? It's obviously they had a fantastic first season. I don't think really anybody knew what his contract status was. You probably he probably gets a few more dollars out of it, but uh, he was in a pretty uh, good position to even before today. Yeah, you know, knowing knowing how the season went last year, uh, I think all of us expected that there was either going to be an extension or renegotiation or whatever the situation was that Bradley was with, with the club and, you know, he earned it, uh, you know, Lutz, Lutz has made no bones about, uh, you know, the impact that Bradley had right from the start, you know, when he came in uh, a year early uh, and just starting to lay the groundwork and, and, uh, and, and instill the philosophy into the program. So, you know, good news for Bradley, good news for the club. I don't think a lot of people have really talked about, his history, his past, because he got a chance in an interim role or whatever it was there uh, with, with the Red Bulls, I believe it was, but then uh, led them to a postseason, but then didn't get the chance to lead them in the postseason when they when they hired somebody else. How much of a chip was on his shoulder as he came into this job? <laughs> Bradley Bradley uh, works to prove to people that that uh, that he can that he can get the job done. He, there was no question there was a chip in his shoulder. I don't know that he would admit it, uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he's a very, very hard worker. He has something to prove all the time. Uh, he's got a direction. He's got a place that he's going, and uh, he's willing to, to work hard to get there. And, and I'm sure that his experience and, and not getting the nod to, to remove the interim label with Red Bull, I'm sure – that was a motivating factor for Bradley. That's still one of the more, that would be the equivalent of Drew Bannister leading the blues to the playoffs this year. And then right as the playoffs are getting started, they go hire another coach to, to, to take them the rest of the way. It's a, it, yeah. that just doesn't and, happen. And to make matters worse. I, I'm, I, I'm sure that it was a coach that came from overseas that had zero MLS experience and, and coaching the MLS is, is a little bit different. The time of year, the type of player, the style of the game, the amount of travel involved, it takes a, it takes a little bit of getting used to. And, and, you know, to bring somebody in that hadn't had that experience to replace somebody that had been successful with the experience, uh, I'm sure it, uh, like I said, I'm sure it hit Bradley hard. What have you been hearing that's maybe not out there publicly in terms of uh, how camp is going right now as they're continuing to train? Well, you know, I think it's 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 a, you're, you're in this disjointed stage right now. They had a lot of training down in in Florida. They had some bad weather. They got a friendly in, um, and now you're in this in between period where uh, you know guys are back now from Florida, getting ready to head out. I believe on Friday to go out to to California for an extended camp. I think ten or twelve days out in California. Well where that's where you really see uh, where the team's at and what it looks like. That's They'll have three or four games out there. Um, you'll see, you know, more consistency with the pairings and the partnerships that you'll see on the field. Uh, but this, 
this first stint is really hard to, to gauge where they're at because a lot of it's about fitness. A lot of it is about getting guys reacclimated to the, to the game and the sport. It's really knocking the rust off. Now, once they get out to California, they'll start putting the pieces together. When you see some of the formations and things like that that they use, especially early on in these in these friendlies and uh, during the exhibition portion of the year, do you take much away from that in terms of what they're thinking about doing, or it, is it kind of all about nothing because it's still in, in games that really don't matter? Yeah, what you what you take from it is the idea that the staff is trying to see how players look in certain situations and alongside of different players. So you got Totland, you got Durr, you got Durkin, then you have the draft choices as well uh, that are, you know, new faces in, in, uh, in the camp. You want to see how these guys are, um, you know, in comparison to, to certain guys. And I think in, in this situation with Durr and Totland, both being outside backs, uh, getting an understanding from the staff's perspective what they look like in a two center back system or a three center back system uh, is important because in a three center back system the two outside backs can get higher up the field because they have more cover and they're more involved on the attacking side of the game in a two back system they're going to have to be really good in transition getting up and down uh, because they don't have as much cover. So just really trying to get to know who the guys are, what their strengths and weaknesses are, what they look like in different situations. Last year when the team came together, there was a lot made of trying to establish the culture early, and they were doing team bonding events and, and, and things like that. So now that has been established and established well, but you bring in some new players like you're always going to do. How does a coaching staff and how does a team go about kind of assimilating those new players into a culture that had previously been established? Well, I would say that you you have to almost start from the beginning because it only takes one situation and one one person that's not on board to erode a culture. So, you know, I would say Bradley's likely starting from the very foundation and, and getting guys acclimated with each other, getting them to understand the, uh, you know, the, the ways of the locker room, the ways, you know, what's acceptable from a behavior and interaction perspective. And he's, uh, he's starting from scratch because you, you've got to get everybody on board. And if you're, if you're feeling like that, you've got, you know, 10 or 15 guys at one spot and five or six in another, uh, that's not a culture. So you can't get guys caught up. You have to bring guys back down to the beginning and then move them up the ladder together. One of the things that I thought was remarkable remarkable about last year's team was you would have guys in and out of the lineup, and at least publicly, there was never any complaining. I never heard any private grumbling about guys being unhappy. It really felt like everybody, to be cliche, was pulling in the same direction. How tough is it with professional athletes, guys who are paid to perform and have been playing a lot throughout their careers. How tough is it to create that atmosphere where if you're not getting the opportunities, you know, the opportunity eventually will come your way and your job that week is to do everything to help the guys who are getting the opportunities to play well. <laughs> it is the toughest part of the head coaching position. It is, it is Bradley's most difficult job handling the tactics, handling training, preparing for training, uh, 
all of those things are are a piece of cake. Managing personalities, managing expectation expectations, um, and and kind of forming the relationships and and the behavior in the locker room is by far the most difficult part. And and as you mentioned, uh, Matt, a big part of it is, you know, how do you manage the players that aren't playing? How do you keep them involved and let them feel like that they're a part of the bigger picture. And then when they are playing and you're resting other players, how do you, you know, how are they contributing? But then the, the guys that are sitting off to the side, then how are they, you know, how do they deal with those infrequent times that they're on the sideline and they feel like they should be playing because they feel like that there's three points in the line and they want to be a part of it. So by far the most difficult part for a coach is, is managing the locker room and the personalities. One month from today, the team is already going to be three matches into the season. Does that seem weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it's coming quick. Um, you know, and that's why this trip off to California is so important. How important is just? And I ask everybody this when I'm talking about City SC. They're going to play three games in eight days, and that's tough in the middle of the season. To start the year with that, how important does it make the the conditioning aspect of what they're doing right now? Yeah, and they have one of the best in the business. Jared Phillips is uh, is the uh, the strength and conditioning coach, and he does a, a great job of one of the best in the league of getting guys fit without putting them at risk of injury. You know, if you go at it too hard too early, you're going to find calf pulls. You're going to have overuse, overtraining injuries, soft tissue issues. Um, and so you've got to get them fit. I would say as important, if not more, on the conditioning than the conditioning side is the depth. And we are deeper now. We've, we've, you know, the players that we've added, even though we've lost Chalkini, we had depth at the center forward spot. So we've, we've got more depth now than what we had a year ago. Um, and so, uh, you know, I would say that that's maybe more important out of the gate than the, than the conditioning piece. So you're going to have to use players. And how Bradley manages his roster through those first three games will be really important. And, you know, it will be an indicator as to how much emphasis is the club putting into the champions cup versus the, the first game of the league. Well, Dale, we appreciate your time. We'll be listening uh, here in uh, just a few weeks. Uh, you and Joey and Jen are going to be on the air on uh, Y 98. And uh, we can't wait for a uh, year number two of uh, city SC broadcast. Yeah, I'm happy to, Happy to jump on anytime, Matt. Thank you. Awesome. Very good. That's uh, Dale Shilley joining us here on the program, and we appreciate him taking a, a few moments with us today. We are going to uh, take a break, and when we return, we'll get a preview of what's going to be going on tonight with At Your Service. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly, a special Wednesday night edition of the program. They'll join me in just a moment as we roll on with a great bar sports open line right here on KMOX. Back at it. It is a gray bar sports open line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Just a few minutes left in the program. I have been saying that uh, coming up tonight, it would be uh, Hancock and Kelly. Well, that is not 
completely true. We've got half of that right uh, with uh, John Hancock. But uh, Michael Kelly now available. Braxton Payne is going to be in tonight. And uh, both uh, joining me right now. Fellas, how are you doing? It's a, it's a Wednesday night program for you, John. That's a little bit different. Very unusual, Matthew. Very unusual. I'm two days testing negative for the coronavirus. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're looking good, John. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it was nothing. It was a bunch of nothing. I've never had it before. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, it was nothing. I've never tested positive for it, but I mean, I'm, 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 I guarantee I've had it. I mean, that was definitely something I've had. I had never tested for it until really recently, within the last few months. I was just, I've been fighting something. I went to the urgent care a few times, and you go to the urgent care, they're always yeah, going to test the, you for the it. Whole voice thing, yeah. So on. tested negative every time before that. Like when, when we were in the COVID lockdown, yeah, I never tested for it because like I'm, I'm at home. What, yeah. What's it going to do for me to go to the doctor and Nothing. find out if I have it or not? So I never tested. The only reason I tested is because I had the show on Sunday and then Monday night, and I didn't want to expose all of you good mm. people Thank you. to mm. my dastardly virus. So considerate. Yeah. So, so no Michael Kelly this week. We get Braxton uh, Michael's Payne. out of town. It, uh, <laughs> it happens every now and then. Every once in a while. Uh-huh. Braxton, during the break, Braxton and I were talking volleyball because he is a oh, volleyball he's coach. coach yeah, He's the coach. The, the one in three, Fontbonne. Uh, yeah, who, who are they? The, 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 the Griffins. The Griffins. <laughs> University. No longer a college. Oh, I mean, that, nice. that, that was when you were probably what? 30 in 1965. I had hair, buddy. Uh, All I can changed, tell you is yeah. I had hair when they were at college. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I love coaching. So I'm, um, this is my second year of being assistant coach. We have a new head coach this year. Um, and Fapan, you know, the men's volleyball program has just grown. So when I played there, we had, there was 32 Division three teams. Yeah. Uh, now we are up to over 100 Division three teams. Yeah, growing and, those universities and, all over the place. You ever coach, Polly? Uh, not at a high level of any type. How about when the little one gets uh, up to soccer? Yeah, you know, that's something I've thought about because I'm a very competitive person. Right. But we've all been at sporting events where we see the crazy dad, mm-hmm, and yeah. I've always been, I'm not going to be that guy. No, I no. cannot be because that's embarrassing for yeah. the kid. So, but I'm, but I know I have that inside of me. Yeah. So I just want to be very careful Let when it comes to that. Yeah. Be a coach. Okay. Uh, on some sport for something your kid's involved in. I, I was the good guy coach. And the head coach of the baseball team was the, you know, he was Mr. Mr. Slate. He was mm-hmm. rock hard, you know. And uh, and I was the good guy, and I would encourage everybody. And I brought the kids to the game one day, and they'd had a sleepover at my house, like five of the guys. So the kids didn't get any sleep. And I, they show up to the game, and they're dragging around, and the coach looks at me, and he says, what did you do that for? These kids aren't ready to do any, you know, they're going at me. And uh, so Junior, my son, not – the most gifted athlete uh, to ever walk the planet. And he was uh, he was playing second base, and he was looking around, and line drives hit at him. He caught it. Okay. He caught it. And uh, so I, I looked at the coach, and I said, I got this. There you go. There you go. I think coaches, yeah, I had great teachers growing up and great teachers in high school, uh, and some of them had a huge impact on me. But across the board, it was coaches for me that made – the impact. That is so true of so many kids. Yeah. And what you're doing, Braxton, I mean, you're having an effect on those guys. Yeah, and, and my dad was my coach pretty much all, all the time growing up. And believe it or not, even though I'm a coach, I'm not the most competitive person. I'm more <laughs> of, like, the analytical guy, mm-hmm. but I'm also the planner. So, like, we're going, like I said, we're going to Milwaukee this weekend, and I planned 
everything, the whole itinerary, what we're eating, what time we're leaving. We're going to tour the Milwaukee Bucks Stadium nice. as one of our activities, which is a good little break yeah. uh, in between That's games. That's a great arena. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's you know really close to where we're it's playing. New, right? so. Yeah, Pfizer Forum. Yeah, yep. yeah so we're going to do that. But I, I don't know. I, I just had a little one almost a year ago, and I don't know if I, unless she played volleyball. If she played like soccer or something, I, I'm good having other parents do it and maybe me sit in the car with a tumbler and a nice beer and just watch them enjoy the time. Mm. Yeah, I did baseball and basketball back in the day. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's good. Don't uh, like to talk. One of my uh, one of my favorite coach stories, I went to Ledoux, my wrestling coach, Coach Lee Grubbs. Yeah. Uh, I was in trouble academically. No. And, yes. And all my teachers came together one morning for like a meeting at like 6.30 or 7 about in the morning. You? Yes, about my academic situation. Wow. And I didn't tell Coach Grubbs because I knew he would kill me if he knew what was going on. What happens? He comes uh, walking in, and he sits on my side of the table, yeah. and um, he he had my back the whole time. How so, about that? Yeah, it was great. Coaches it was, are the best. One, yeah, coaches are the best. All right, so you guys got uh, at your service tonight, late night Hancock and Kelly yeah. with no Kelly, but Braxton Payne, Thanks, that man. is on the way next. Don't go anywhere. This has been a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.